0: Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast, with Randy Rocket Cody.
1: Alright, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast, with me, Randy Rocket Cody, of the TheMetalDen.com. It is January 24th, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good. Got a lot of ground to cover here before we get jamming with some music. Uh, I've got, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of people asking me uh, questions about this uh, Jill Abbott report I've been working on. And that I've got some more coming on it. Um you know related to the uh dimebag Daryl government assassination that I've written about um uh, that brings in Phil Anselmo, who was the lead vocalist for uh, Pantera and who at one point allegedly dated Jill Abbott, who was the murder victim and was, what what you would call for for lack of a better term groupie and at 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 uh you know different times even when she was not any longer with anselmo she was still very much uh, in in contact as far as i understand it with different different members of pantera like Dime bag Daryl, so this I've confirmed through uh, multiple uh, industry sources that that that's definitely how it went down. And so, anyways, we're going to get into a lot more about that. I've been getting a lot of questions about that that particular report that I just put out. You know, I've been writing writing my butt off putting out a lot of different uh, really cool, cool reports. And I I, I get asked about a lot, a lot of them, you know, I I get asked about, but this one, the Jill Abbott, I've been getting hammered on um, since I was on the radio um, in Atlanta, Georgia with WQEE and uh, host Ryan O'Neill and I going over that. And so uh, perhaps we'll get, we'll get more into that. and I'll, I'll tell you more here uh, eventually about when that uh, next installment of that report will come out. Uh, but I will be going back on the radio again February 4th, Thursday. And we'll be discussing, uh, host Ryan O'Neill and I, will be discussing the Zodiac Killer and my whole theory that I believe is, you know, absolutely flawless, that uh, founder of Temple of Set, former Church of Satan, number two, Michael Kino, is the Zodiac Killer. So, if you follow my show, you know, you you listen to me on other interviews, uh, the past, uh, I don't know, it's going back uh, a couple years now, since I named him. And I was the very first uh, to do that, as I have been with the uh, Black Dahlia case and naming Man Ray, and as well with the uh, Jack the Ripper case, and I've got that one nailed down too with naming Sir Frederick Treves, who was a surgeon there at the uh, there at that hospital where they. The victims were were sent right nearby the location of where it all went down in Whitechapel. Some of the outskirt areas, you know, therein. Uh, so you know, I, I'm I'm as I've said many a times, I'm open to anyone in the media that wants to debate me, that wants to take me on one-on-one as far as intellectual discussion and and back and forth a debate about these very topics and so um, as I do with Ryan O'Neill as I do with Seth Breeze who uh, I have just posted that new interview that I did Uh, was actually back in November but what I finally have done is put it together and edit it it's about two hours long and that's, uh, you know, that's now up on Spotify via my, uh, via this podcast. So I just went ahead and and put up its own episode dedicated to it. So check it out. It's real heavy, man. I'm talking about the Nephilim, Fallen Angels, um, stuff that nobody else really talks about, like, and has, has the, the depth and understanding that I do as an occult expert and, um, you know, an historian, and uh, many, many different things <laughs> that it's turned into since I started investigating uh, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Right, everybody who's who's been along for that ride since since then, and myself. I and mean, we're staring down five years of just non nonstop, or hardcore reporting on all this. Um, it's it's pretty amazing to uh, to see how. It still captures the imagination of everybody Um, so I think it's really cool that especially to be on these programs and to be asked to be uh, interviewed and whatnot on these on these subjects and so uh, that's what we'll be doing if you listen more to uh, the radio show with Ryan we're always just going to be examining those types of of things and uh, with Seth And his show, his Christian paranormal, is his podcast on Spotify, and that was previously the Skinwalker and uh, podcast, radio podcast. And so he's now changed that over. And so he says at some point, I guess he's going to go ahead and format that and put our uh, my interview up, which would be the second one. So it's part two on to. uh, the christian paranormal podcast here eventually so that'll be up there but I, i've gone ahead and, and you know put it put up my version of it and uh i think it's really good i think you're gonna enjoy it so uh other than that let's go ahead and uh look at some of the top stories it's at the metalden.com currently you know you go to my site we're coming up on uh it's gonna be 16 years since i created the metal den itself on Myspace back Wow, it's a long time ago Be February 2005 so we're coming up on that anniversary here and The site came a year later uh, The actual website so that'll be 15 years old But uh, we've got uh, always updating the stories there, you know as compared to the other sites out there that my in my personal opinion suck really bad at that, you know, you'll go there and they've got the same story. The next day you go there and they got the same stories up, you know, it's like they don't do any, you know, nobody's putting, I mean, they might put one or two, you know, I have always typically put up an average of five to 10 every day for all these years. And, you know, very rarely have I missed that, uh, that number, you know, that quota for myself. And so, and it's important to keep and keep uh, putting up stuff that's interesting and not crappy uh, heavy metal news. Um, it's Just generic, you know. I'm not into that. Uh, I'm very fortunate. I get into my email inbox every day. Still, still after all these years, I get the coolest labels, the coolest promoters. Uh, the you know on the on the outer fringe, the, you know, the true underground, you know, uh, from all over the world. That are sending me stuff and so this is the stuff that you're gonna hear me talk about here this this is the, the best of the best when it comes to underground heavy metal uh, I do still uh, sp- you know sprinkle in there some of the more mainstream metal stuff you know what I mean um, like a Megadeth or Metallica but um, you know for the most part this the site has always been geared towards more underground you know if anybody knows my background I came from metal underground site which is still around, um, but was it's not as good as it was when I was there, of course. But um, you know, I was we, I really rocked the role there. I was in Los Angeles at that time, uh, and that's how I really got going. in all of this is, you know, that was a big site. We're getting ton of views over there, and so, and I was getting to hang around with a lot of people in the industry um, there in Los Angeles, doing a lot of interviews in person. I think back to that. You know, it's like doing in-person interviews. It's like being around people. Uh, yeah, I actually did that. Um, those were some of the interviews I would be doing from L Underground. I would meet people like at the uh, the different clubs. You know, like the Key Club, um, uh, Johnny Depp's Club. Well, it was his club. The Viper uh, Room. I'd go to quite a bit and uh, different spots like the Rainbow and the Whiskey or well, the Whiskey, definitely. Uh, did a lot of shows there. So, um, you know, that's just trippy to you think about it, how times have changed, right? I mean, that's all pretty much gone away at this point. And who knows what the future will bring. Uh, we just have Joe Biden has been uh, sworn in and uh, God help us all. Um, all this craziness is going on in this world. And so that's really what this program is about. And it's really what my all my... Uh, work at the metal den has been over these years it's just a way for everybody to kind of take their mind off the craziness that's going on in the world Uh, no matter how you religion you follow or whatever any that kind of stuff or your political um, beliefs you know this is just about heavy metal it's about the music and um, my love and my passion for it and I've been listening to my whole entire life and I think that um You know, I understand it just about as well as anybody else (laughs) from every aspect and every angle, you know, from promoting it to to being a singer, to playing bass, to writing songs, to recording songs, producing songs, remixing songs, you know, working as a roadie out at shows, working at Guitar Center. I've done it all. Done it all. So that being said, uh, this side is my is my love letter. To heavy metal and someone like Dimebag Darrell, that's who inspired me to start this site. And so when people say, you know, you know, you sure talk a lot about Dimebag Darrell. It's because Dimebag Darrell is the reason why I'm doing this. You know, and uh, and Pantera, as far as that uh, that spirit that they they had as a band, uh, I want it to live on in in. You know, uh, in the industry through this website. And so there's a lot of stuff that we'll be talking about. You know, I'll be doing more reporting on the whole Dimebag Darrell uh, government assassination theory that I've I've been putting out there now for several years. And so uh, you know, I got a lot of people asking me questions more and more about that as well. But you know, we'll be tackling the the Jill Abbott aspect, uh, that that whole thing, and it's trust me. Like this stuff, other stuff I've been talking about, like the Titanic, it's just, it literally is much, much bigger than any of us can understand uh, in terms of the importance of why it happened and, you know, how it could have happened the way that I'm saying it did, Okay. So, anyways, uh, we've got the latest stories up right now at themetalden.com. Disentomb have debuted a new single called "Broken Under Your Symbol of Atonement." So, definitely check that one out. You've got um, you've got the other stories coming up uh, that are you're gonna definitely want to check out at themetalden.com site. And that's going to be well. You've got uh, Soulfly has recorded a new album. They've gone into the studio uh, to begin the their follow-up to 2018's Ritual. Collapse has debuted a new music video. Dead Lord has announced a Surrender release show. Cemeteryan has signed with Hell's Headbangers. They're out of Texas. Cattle Decapitation have debuted a new music video. Mara Uh, have a uh, debut album teaser they've posted. Demon Hunter has debuted a new single. Uh, Iced Earth's John Schaefer was arrested for his uh, part in the uh, purported riot at the US Capitol that happened earlier in the month. Uh, so, according to the report that. Uh, The musician turned himself into authorities around 3 p.m. on January 17th faces six charges including quote engaging in an act of physical violence in a Capitol building. So uh, he was photographed at the Capitol during the insurrection. Schaefer's photo uh, appeared on lists released by both regional and federal authorities as someone they were looking for. So Ice Earth, John Schaefer, uh, not sure what's what's going on there, but it looks like you uh, might be in some trouble. All right, well, so those are the latest stories that you're going to find at the themetalden.com site. Make sure and, you know, get onto the Twitter as well. That's uh, The Metal Den, just uh, forward slash The Metal Den on Twitter. And then uh, Rocket Metal Den is forward slash Rocket Metal Den, and you'll you'll find my feed. And those you're always going to f- get the latest updates. You get any of the time ty- uh, times that I'm posting on RandyRocketCody.com, you'll get updated there on on those Twitters even about that content. And of course, uh, you know the PornDen.com is really doing good, uh, getting ton of traffic, and we're doing the hottest ass. the hottest amateur ass contest over there. And we've got, uh, we're in the the second round. We're getting that handled. Got some voting uh, or scoring going down for the judges. And that's uh, Miss Myling, myself, and my lovely wife. So, you got to check that out because we're voting for the hottest asses in the amateur game of the triple X world and looked at a whole lot of it. The last, uh, seems that's all I've been doing for the past week now, just looking at a lot of ass. Uh, But hey, things could be worse, right? So, yeah, we, uh, you got to check that out because it explains it real thoroughly on the press release. If you go to thepornden.com about all that, uh, just surf through the news and you'll find it that will explain what's going on. We're giving away a, a publicity deal to the girl that uh, that wins that. And it was based off of a photo and then also video. And so that's literally we're getting that all handled right now. Judging that's for that's going down. And it will be announced, it looks like, tomorrow at some point. Uh, we'll have the announcement. For the hottest ass contest at thepornden.com. All right. Well, hey, before we get rocking with some music, I definitely want to say thank you to everyone who's, you know, been supporting what I'm doing, uh, getting the word out, uh, sending me nice messages about the work that I'm doing and, you know, giving me, you know, just a whole lot of, uh, well, just giving me a whole lot of just nice words about my work. I mean, just saying really cool things about what I'm doing and I really appreciate that. You know, I, I, it can be a situation where, uh, you know, I tend to toot my own horn and have, have quite a comical time of being grandiose about my, uh, you know, triumphant work as a journalist. And it's it's been, to say the least, triumphant. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it, it's just, it's the tip of the iceberg. I've barely even gotten started with what I've got to say. Uh, this is all just a warm-up act for what's coming. So hopefully people start taking a little bit more seriously. Uh, and and understanding that not everything that you read is, is necessarily the truth. But if you look real close, you know, certain people out there like myself are feeding you the truth. And are giving it to you straight up. And so uh, I do want to give a shout-out to Titus Frost who looks like he got his uh, YouTube he, uh, shut down and he had to start all over again. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out to him uh, for all the support he's been given to me. Uh, we'll hopefully get another interview going together soon. Uh, you know, we talked last year about the uh, the whole pandemic situation. So he's got a good channel. Check him out, Titus Frost. And all right, well, let's get rocking with some music. Thank <laughs> you.
2: from 99.1 FM, The Key, 99 Rock. Rise and shine morning, and you're listening
3: to The Rock and Roll Death Brigade with Randy, The Rocket Cody. Suggestions of uh, possible strangulation, uh, trauma to the back of the head, history of depression. Patient mm-hmm. um, is cool to the touch uh, in all areas at this time. Pulse uh, is been unsteady over 30 minutes time i yeah, my car.
2: This is Vince uh, I want to say uh, Happy birthday brother uh, This is actually from uh, uh, Christian mom Ethan and Blake So uh, Keep on rocking Shout the devil And uh, And do yeah, Do some feel good stuff at four, uh, In big old 4-0 big old you man Alright See you later uh, uh, That's the truth Get you Of course
4: up, I get the bro. one that's broke As usual <laughs> <laughs> Lipper Ah. Great. What's he want? Doesn't yeah. want anything. We got to get the clearance. Oh, Who's well, what? We got to get the clearance thing done. Problem. I
5: feel like the the announcer getting up to introduce you on the Yay. stage. <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> this is great. This is them off. You got four guys yeah, I know. So you them. <laughs> For a change, I will get my ass beat if I piss them off.
2: Dude, <laughs> that so chair you got rocking is the shit. I'm a big dude, man. I need more support. <laughs> all right, get your pull. <laughs> <laughs> you ready in there, Billy?
5: Okay, cool. Billy's a man. All right, I just way. have a list of questions. We'll just kind of roll through it. Sure. Um, first of all, welcome back to Cleveland. You hey, two and you.
4: Happy to be here. Cleveland's the official rock and roll state. It doesn't matter if you play Cleveland. I said Cleveland's the official rock and roll state. Ohio is the official rock and roll state. Cleveland, Cincinnati, Akron, Columbus. It doesn't matter where it is. It always kicks ass. There's something in the water here.
5: Sure. Absolutely. But
4: Cleveland rocks.
5: That's <laughs> absolutely. Well, let me start with Pat since I'm sure everybody wants me to go to YouTube first. I'll Make sure I get everybody hey man, some stuff in here. Of
4: pace is welcome. You
5: know, considering I heard you guys sitting, doing nothing earlier today, I might as well get you guys some questions in here too. So I'll start with you, Pat. Um, how did you end up with these guys, with Vinny and, and Dime?
6: It started pretty much on a social basis. I, I met Dime at the NAMM show in 2000 and um, <clears throat> just pretty much expressed my respect for his work and, you know, and Vinny's work and, um, told him that I'd been playing with Rob Halford. We just completed a record which came out in 2000 called Resurrection. And, uh, turns out they're big fans of it. So, sure. You know. Um,
2: huge,
6: huge uh, <laughs> enough to get it tattooed on his leg, I guess. Sure. Um, so diamond flown out to Vegas to see us play at the Aladdin with iron maiden in Queensryche. And, um, That was the the first run in on the road, and then I I went to a few Pantera shows and had made some trips to Dallas. It was just a a continuous uh, crossing of paths, and we developed a friendship and um, drank many a beverage with Vinny at the clubhouse. (laughs) And once they let me know that they're working on something new, I had to be involved with it.
5: That's cool. Were you when you came in? Were you coming in to be the um, singer, or, or were you going to play guitar? Or?
6: That was the position that was available. So okay, so, you know, it's, I I kind of equate it to a, a championship team. You know, it's, it doesn't matter if you play center or
5: forward. Sure. Just it's more important to be on a winning team. Absolutely. Now, were you were you disappointed before before you came to Damage Plan? Were you disappointed with with Halford going back to Priest and you know kind of ending the project that you were building with uh, them? I mean, were you disappointed that that ended? I or? wouldn't
6: say disappointed was the word. I was disappointed with how
5: it ended, but
6: uh, I thought that's you know where he belonged, and he's back there now, and I'm here, so everybody's happy. Very cool.
5: Uh, Bob, how do you come into the band? How do I come in? How do I fit in? Yeah, how do you uh, get here?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, swimming
6: through a sea of crown. No, um, <laughs> I, I met these guys, like, uh, I guess, 90, 97, 98, and just kept a kind of a in contact, kind of a relationship, you know, on many different levels, like from from tattooing to, to drinking. It's cool. Um, I was in a band in Dallas, you know, decent band, and... Uh, They'd come out to a few shows, and you know, I guess, guess they liked what they saw. You know, offered me a shot, man, and I jumped all over it. You know, very and, cool. And it definitely you know, something clicked. Always respected the guys, you know, and as as guys and as you know musicians, and just happy to
3: be here.
5: Right, given given these two guys, Vinny and Dimes, past, do you, either one of you guys feel like a lot of pressure as far as coming into the situation? I mean, obviously, the Pantera fan base is huge, you know. Do you guys feel pressure coming into yeah. it or
3: I feel a little bit, you know?
5: There's there's always gonna be some uh
6: pressure involved with a, a situation like this, but I think, you know, we've we've got a good product and we've got a good tight bond on a personal level. So it's a team effort. Sure.
2: Definitely. Y'all you, you know how comfortable we get feeling though, man, after we get a couple of doubles in us, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, We've been down in the jam room throwing down and uh every jam's better than the last and uh, just getting to see where the band could head, you know, and what we could blow it up into, you know, is is a good feeling right there. I know we we all know we got something to prove. We want to go out and totally rip some people's heads off and shit. So uh, I don't think it would be no problem, man. Sure. I think everybody will get a get a pull off of it and dig it. That's cool. Well,
5: I'll throw this one out to either you, Vinny, or you, Dime. Exactly. Give the rundown that you've given 900 times. What exactly <laughs> good happened?
4: God. Well. <laughs> On hindsight, because when it was all going down, we were just as in the dark as the Pantera fans uh, as to what Phillips' intentions were in the future. You know, he was out right. doing down, super joint, uh, all this other stuff, and uh, taking the liberty to take all kinds of cheap shots at the band that he used to be a part of, the individual members that were part of it. And uh, we tried for a year trying to get in contact with him through management, through the label. Uh, conference calls, meetings, and he, he turned them down every time, man. So after about a year of this, of us taking the face as uh, hard as he could dish it out, and us sitting over there going, wow, what the fuck is going on? Right. Uh, we put two and two together and realized there was no band anymore, and his intentions were to move on and to do something else, and uh, we didn't fit into the mold, so we realized that, and uh, we decided it was time to start a new band because we love playing music, And uh, being out of the scene after you've been a part of it for such a long time was really uh, disappointing and hard for us to deal with. And like I said, it was even more difficult dealing with the Pantera fans that would uh, die for us, that followed us for so long, that would come up to us with the big chest piece Pantera tattooed across their chest or CFH or, you know, Strength Beyond Strength, and they'd come up and... What's up with Pantera, man? What's wrong with Phil, man? He was talking mad shit about you guys. You know, it's like dude, I wish I could answer that for you. um, We dealt with it as good as we could, and we're over that. We're past that. we got our two new brothers. We're ready to move on and just totally kill with the damage plan. Sure.
5: Now, Phil Phil is given an opposite story, as I'm sure you guys know. I talked to Phil maybe, I don't know, two or three months ago, and he says point blank that you guys didn't communicate with him. (laughs) In
3: fact,
5: I'm going to read you exactly what he said so that that you guys can comment and say yay, nay, whatever. I asked him, I said, any chance down the road that you and Dime and Vinny can get past your issues somewhere down the road? Phil's answer, man, it's not really my thing. Some people can say I'm the one that started all these side bands, but look, I'm a fucking musician. To limit yourself to one fucking band and one form of music to me is just treading shallow water. You need to plunge in fucking deep. There's a lot of different forms of heavy metal music itself, and it doesn't all need to be some form of heavy guitar. I've played all kinds of music. That's just how I am, and that's just what I do. I'm not the one that's fucking totally fucking wanted to end the name or the working relationship with Pantera. That was those other guys. They wanted to end it. Okay, who am I to argue besides Philip Anselmo?
2: I'll just say this. Uh, well, you can call it shallow, if that's what he wants to call it. What I call it, fucking thoroughly full, 1,000% blood and heart and fucking soul from where me and Vinny were coming from. Because when you put as much into Pantera as me and Vinny did, you ain't got no time to go fucking jack off on no side fucking band, okay? That's right. where we're coming from. And we ain't the ones that took off and left everybody hanging. And he did not communicate with us. Dude, we had... Fucking meetings set up I mean we even at the, at the end of the rope After trying to hook up Conference call After conference call Him blowing us off In between blowing us off Would go out and play shows And people would call us And go man he's doing it again Ah uh, he said Dom fucking sucks And Vinny's Whatever you know Just all this ridiculous shit For no good reason Right Dude it finally came to the head Where you know We're talking to the record company Just trying to get cut loose To do you know Move forward and do a new band And uh we even offered to prove to them that, look, man, we'll do a meeting with you in your office, Sylvia Roan's office, right. the head of Electra Records. We'll do a meeting with you, and we'll sit down with these cats and do our goddamn be- very best to iron everything out at whatever the hell the problem is. Right. You know, I got no fucking problem. I sit down with them cats and look them right now and say, what is the hangup, man? You know, and uh, that, that just was—he— he, Blew that off. It would not do it. And the next thing you know, here comes his next super joint record. And in the interviews after, you know, that's the one he gave one time. But right. it, he, Like Vinny says, he's not giving the same answer every time, so you got to wonder about somebody like that, you know? That that don't mean somebody's telling you exactly 100% the fucking truth, you know?
5: Is that the Phil that you guys knew, though?
2: No. No,
4: so, that's the dope-fucked Phil. How's that? <laughs> I mean...
2: Tell it like it is I mean the fucking
4: brutal truths People have been covering up And hiding the truth Behind what's on with that dude For way too long And uh, you know when it started out He he really had a lot of fun Taking pop shots at us And when he realized His audience was dwindling And dwindling and dwindling And he was playing To fewer and fewer people Right at the very end of his tour He started a whole new story Man I love those guys I wish them the best of luck Bull fucking shit That's all I have to say who do you believe
2: dude who
5: me yeah well when i talked to phil he was talk he said about 20 words in about an hour and a half so i kind of know where he Uh, was at you know
4: so he uh, he, he was
5: definitely i won't say he was high because i was on the phone so i wasn't (laughs) i wasn't sitting face to face with him
4: let's put it that way let me say something about this people want to question if somebody's high or not you can either tell by their actions or not People don't come in the room and just tie off and say, "Watch out, guys! I'm gonna shoot up right now." I mean, <laughs> right. you hold on for a minute. You know, I mean, you don't see it. It's a, it's a, sure. it's a secretive kind of thing that goes on, right? You know? exactly.
2: Man, he was drunk, dude. That ain't fucking booze, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know,
4: give me fucking break.
2: Yeah. Oh, so yeah, enough
4: yeah. of that, man. Let's move on to what we're all That's about cool. and what we're here for, man.
5: Not a problem. So, how do you guys approach the label then? Once, once, I'm, I'm assuming at some point you guys sit down and you say, you know what, fuck him. Done. We're going to move on. He started there. taking
2: pop shots at the label because his records didn't blow up big enough. And then that's when they figured out, well, he's going to come at us, too. Right. Well, and we we gave him a badass product, you know. Sure. And uh, they took another look at it and they said, you know what? This fucking shit kicks ass. Yeah, we'll get behind you and blow it up. Let's that's cool. Go. They didn't
5: give you guys any grief to, like, try and make, you know, some kind of li- another live record or another... You know,
2: know they they already did the greatest hits record. That you was right? that,
4: was, the, what that was. was their their uh, final holding pattern was to put out the greatest hits record, and they did that uh, whether we wanted it or not. So me and Don decided to get behind it, do our best to make the packaging sure uh, really worthwhile, and to make the the memory of Pantera to be a good one instead sure. of you know the tarnished one that a lot of people feel right now.
2: Right, and well, once again, Phil or Rex didn't have anything to do right. with it at at all. Whatsoever, and, and even boast about it, you right. know? Right, exactly. I don't get it.
5: Yeah. One more Pantera question. I swear I'll
2: move sure. on. Sure, no problem.
5: The li- with, the, with the greatest hits record, were you guys at all happy that fucking Hostile was not on the record here in the U.S.?
2: Man, the greatest hits record for what we were doing should have been we asked for double discs. Right. You know, we wanted to do all the obscurities that you can't get. And we wanted to do all the fucking fuck, fucking, uh, fucking hostiles, all the fucking uh, badass out there shit, you know. I mean, but and they said, look, you got, what is it, 72 minutes, Riggs? 72 minutes. And they go, so look, man, let's just try to do a little bit of the best of both worlds, fit some obscurities in there and squeeze it and crunch it. And so, you know, I mean, fuck, how do you fit it all on there? Yeah, no doubt. We tried. No doubt. All right,
5: moving to the real project. When does when does Damage Plan become more than you guys kicking it at the strip club, coming up with an idea, and actually to rehearsing and putting the band together and putting it
4: together? I think it became a, a for real thing from day one. The day Super Bowl Sunday, uh, when me and Dime decided that it was time to move on. You know, our focus and our energy's been on that ever since. And the ironic thing about this whole thing is that we found this out since we were out on this tour together is that uh, Super Bowl Sunday, which was, uh, I believe it was three years ago, with uh, New England and uh, the Rams. Or actually, it was two years ago. They were playing on uh, together against each other, and Bob came over to my house to do some tattoos, and we had everybody scattered all over the house, and uh, I got a tattoo from him that day, and uh, it was just a really cool day. And then Diamond spoke spoken to Pat earlier in the day, and and it was like, who, sh- who should we bet on, man? We don't know right. who we we're going to go with. New England, you know, or are we going to go with the Rams? You know, and the Rams were seventeen-point favorite. And Pat's like, "Dude, go with the Pats, go with the Pats." So ironically, we didn't know we were going to be in a band together at the time, right? But it all came full circle, and you know, it was all happened on that same day that we communicated together. And then six, seven months down the road, we're all in a band together.
5: That's you cool. Ended up going with the Pats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We won we <laughs> a lot of catch? money that day.
2: Blew it <laughs> <dilute laughs> all the tip bar. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
5: that's cool. So, um, at some point, you guys obviously ended up in in a studio. You wrote some songs. You um, end up in the studio. Was it was it a different kind of process than it was you know previously? And and I can throw that out to you for sure, Pat as well. You know, you've all recorded before. Was it a different kind of process than you've done in the past?
2: Absolutely. I mean, well, it was a bunch of different kind of processes because. Uh, the thing was kind of spread out. We didn't just up and say, "Okay, we're gonna do this thing," and here we go. Like, I, like me and Vinny been saying, man, it's through that waiting period trying to figure out, okay, what's going on here? What's going on? And then after we started seeing, that's when we started to write a little bit, and we just do it, you know, at a casual pace. And uh, when Pat came into the picture, we'd wrote about six songs, seven songs, maybe, and um, he would take them and he'd go back to L. A. And, and work on them and send them back to us fedex and uh so uh that's how we did some of the stuff with pat pat would just work on pro tools okay. do, you know blow blow him o- his own self up send us back and then blow us away with it and uh some of the stuff was between uh me and Vinny, just getting in a jam room like we classically always have done uh some of the stuff i would just lay down guitar riffs and uh, i wouldn't even be around and he would come in and just do his thing on drums to it chop it up move it around and whatnot and uh it, just a bunch of different things, man. We really wanted to break some new ground. We didn't want to follow in the exact steps of Pantera. We're not trying to relive Pantera with two new cats. Right. That's not the case. We're wanting to move into not the new school but updated version of our old school roots, you know? Right.
5: Exactly. And from what I've heard, I've heard the four tunes, the single and then the, the three song. Sounds like you definitely got some stuff that's a little more aggressive than 80 percent of the Pantera stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not heavier than Strength Beyond Strength, but it's, you know, a lot know, heavier than Becoming.
2: Have heard, and Have you heard Fuck You yet? I've I've heard the four that are, that are out yes. there, man. Heard, I, yeah, you yes. you're missing. It. And it goes, it goes. Dude, it's wider. It's way wide, and that's what we wanted to do—is do a wide spectrum on this rig. That's cool.
5: Feel free to leave it with me when you go.
2: You oh know, yeah, absolutely. I'll be happy man. to listen. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> yeah,
5: very cool. So you guys finished. You guys recorded the record. Now, obviously, you got to go out there and you got to um, do answer Pantera, Phil, Phil Anselmo questions. With this record, I think you guys—you guys—probably for sure expected that. Do you expect that at some point during the run of this record that you'll get past that to where people are going to say, you know what, damage plan is damage plan. Damage plan is not Vinny and Dime's next project.
4: Feels like we're already getting past it, man. You know, It feels good to get this off our chest. Like I said, it's been uh, a long period of time that we had to sit back and just be quiet and bite our tongue and watch it all go down in front of us. And, you know, we're, we're out here to spread the damage plan word and – to fill in the fans that have been so loyal to me and Dime and the band Pantera that followed us for so long. What happened, you know? Yeah,
2: you know, the unfair rip-off thing about the whole deal, of course, is that we never got a straight-up answer if the cat would have just said, Vinny, dime. It's been great knowing you. We made some great fucking records. Uh, But I'm done with it, man. I think I need to go deeper because I'm kind of feeling shallow right now or whatever he claims. (laughs) Uh, And I'll see you at the bar for a beer sometime. We'd have have said, man, we think that's fucked up, but that's cool if that's how you feel. Right. Take it easy, man. And that would have been fine, and we could have got on with our shit right then. But uh, the point is, is that the reason that we don't mind stepping up to the plate and having to lay it out there like we are is because the Pantera fans are pissed at like all four members because they can't get a straight answer from the Pantera camp. Right. And so here we are having to give the fucking answer because it was like a puzzle. We had to figure it out too, you know? Sure. Absolutely.
4: So, and and two, another thing I like to say, I wish we could have started the interview with it like this is just that... Uh, people want to know the answer and when you give it to them they don't like it so they say you're talking shit right that's bullshit if you don't like the truth don't ask the question and we're here to answer the questions and put the fucking truth out there and move forward so anybody thinks that we're talking shit about phil or anything like that look we're very proud of everything we did as a band in the past and we're we're really disappointed that it ended the way it did but you know what it's time to move on to new greener bigger Harder, faster passages, and that's that's where we're going, man. Sure. Does Damage Plan start off getting? I don't know how to put this. Does Damage Plan start off
5: getting the respect, basically because of what you guys earned with Pantera, or do you guys feel like you're starting, you know, club to club again before you get to the bigger? You you know what I'm saying?
4: Obviously, we sold 13 million records for a reason, and uh, I think. You know, our fans are going to follow what we do, man. You know, I mean, it's not Pantera, but we have a a launching pad. You know, we we have a really good track record behind us. And uh, once they hear the record, I think they're going to fucking fall in line. And especially when they see the band live, because that's our goal is to go out and kill night after night after night. No wallering around the stage or fucking you know no lameness man we want to go kick ass and that's our goal and i think the the piece of
2: respect that will remain with us a hundred percent from the pantera days is uh mine and Vinny's connection with the fans right if you look at if you look at the track record of all the four guys in pantera you look at the two dudes that were always out there always blowing up the fans, always lighting them up on black The the home videos and all the crazy shit, dude. It was me and Vinny, man. Right. Uh, you know, Phil would never, ever go to, uh, meet and greet. Uh, Rex would kind of pop in for a couple and like, oh, whatever, you know, he's out of there, you know, you know, we actually enjoy interacting with the fans and blowing it up. And, uh, now we got four cats that are all on the same page, you know, and, uh, You'll see we're a lot of fucking fun to hang with, and I know we can get some mileage out of some characters out there. Trust me, I I know these guys are hungry. I
4: know they want to kick some ass, and that makes it even that much better because uh, for a while there at the end, it felt like there was a few people that were driving the band and the other people were just showing up to work, and that's bullshit, man.